In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Welcome to the Call by God podcast with Adney Godin and myself, Nixon Sylvain. This show is about dialogues of biblical characters and testimonies of Christians who submitted to the will of God. Each week, we'll bring on one guest so that they can share their story of how they were called by God. I hope this show inspires you. Enjoy. Hello and welcome, world, to the Call by God podcast. I'm yours truly, Nixon Sylvain, and I'm with Adney Godin on this blessed, blessed, blessed day. That's a whole lot of blessings right there, uh, Sister Adney. Uh, but how are you doing on this marvelous, glorious day? I am blessed. Um, God is so good. You know, when you when you decide to get out of yourself and allow him to break and mold and shape and do all those things, you just <laughs> you just like it, it brings you great joy because you see him working. You see him just. It hurts. Don't get me wrong. It hurts. But it's just, oh, man, it feels good just to know that he's that he's, you know, he hears you. Amen. But you know what I like about this, uh, this ministry is that God has given us this opportunity to dive into his word and to see all the characters that he has called. Obviously, God is always calling humanity. God is always calling man. But just sitting back and just uh, reading the words and and meditating on God's word and seeing how he has called individuals, that's that's a blessing to me. And, and also, you know, the, even hearing the testimonies of individuals that come on the show and, and share their testimony, how God called them. I mean, they even go so far to to share their own personal testimonies of how God has been good to them which I don't mind. So that's what I like about this show. But today we're going to do um, something a little different. We're not going to focus on an individual uh, character today. Uh, we're going to dive into uh, the call by God of uh, humanity. 
So this is going to be a real, real good uh, lesson. And we're going to try our very level best to to break the text down. Like one of my favorite words that I always say, you know, we are not scholars. We're just students of God's word, just vessels, just trying to put the word out there for those to take heed and to, to learn something of what we've learned. Um, so are you ready to dive into Genesis chapter 11? I am. All right. <laughs> I am. All right. But before we do so, um, I don't, I don't know what to do with myself this morning. Um, it, it, it's a real, real good morning. And I have my lovely wife um, on here on this morning and she's going to join us um, on this open um, discussion, this open dialogue. And I'm, I'm just excited that uh, God has given her the insight and the mindset to join us on this morning. So this is like an open forum that um, all, three of, all three of us could co- collaborate and come together and to share of what thus says the Lord. So um, before we dive into Genesis 11, uh, so Trinique, uh Sister Trinique, how do you feel um, on this morning? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. I, I feel blessed as well. I want as many blessings as Adney have. So yes, bless, bless, bless. So um, I'm happy to have you on, on the show, Trinique. Um, it's a blessing for me. And I'm sure it's a blessing for Adney as well. And it's going to be a blessing because um, I always refer to you as uh, the, the the woman of wisdom. So so the world is ready to hear a, a boatload of wisdom from you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into uh, the text, uh, Genesis 11. Uh, Genesis 11, verses 1. We're going to cover verses 1 through 5 on today. And uh, the Bible reads, um, now the whole earth spoke one language, y'all, and used the same words. And as people journeyed eastward, they found a plain in the land of Sinar and they settled there. They said one to another, come, let us make bricks and fire, fire them thoroughly so they used brick for stone and they used tar for mortar. They said, come, let us build a city for ourselves and a tower whose up, whose top will reach into the heavens and let us make a name for ourselves so that we will not be scattered and and be dispersed over the surface of the entire earth. Verse number five. Now the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men have built. Before I dive into the text, uh, one thing that I want to note is that um, I just want to show you the downhill spiral of humanity. Of course, God created Adam and Eve in the beginning. God told them to be fruitful and multiply. Uh, Adam and Eve um, had um, Cain and Abel. Uh, Cain slew his brother. Um, Then God blessed uh, Adam and Eve with uh, Seth. And here it is. You know, we could talk about the Cain genealogy and we could talk about Seth genealogy. And with Seth genealogy, that's where you get Noah. Um, but the, the evil in the world was 
growing rapidly and, and men just thought evil continuously. So as a result, God had to flood and destroy mankind and only eight families were saved. And that's Noah and his family. So you got Noah, his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and also the four wives. And God made a covenant um, in uh, Genesis chapter nine with Noah and his sons that he would uh, not flood the earth, that he'll never destroy the earth again by by water. And also God told him um, in uh, Genesis nine um, to be fruitful, to be fruitful and multiply. That they did, um, you know, uh, Shem, Ham and um, Japheth had their genealogies and they started bearing a family. But this is the issue here in Genesis 11. Um, and we I'll go out, dive into it now. So um, but before I do so, before I dive into the text, um, I just want you to know that that um, this is going to be a very important lesson for us to take heed to, because we're not talking about uh, one character here. We're talking about the call to humanity. And that was God's God. God's intention was always to call humanity to do things to bring him the glory because we are created in God's own image. So one thing that I'm going to highlight that now, verse number one, it says, now the whole earth spoke in one language and used the same words. And this is the issue that I wanted to point out. And as people journeyed eastward, they found a plain in the land of Sinar and they settled there. So here it is, they settled there. And as I mentioned before, um, in uh, Genesis 9, God told the family Noah in that day, be fruitful, multiply, scatter, you know, populate the whole earth. So, okay. So before we dive into the text, um, Adney, I want to hear your take uh, of what I just read from Genesis 1 through 5. I know I've covered 1 and 2, but overall, I want to hear your take on Genesis 1 through 5. Um, it, this, this, this study itself is very deep. And, and the reason it's deep is because here we see our God doing it again, right? He created man, gave him an assignment, and all the man had to do was fulfill the assignment. But he had to wipe that out and start afresh. And within the with the afresh, we're looking at the ancestors of, or the I'm sorry, the the, gene, the genealogy of Seth and those who preceded him. And God gave them the same assignment, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Now, I think people think that, you know, back in the day, they thought the earth was just so flat and they just had to stay in one place. And they failed to realize that the earth is round. So there are several parts of the earth. They got comfortable because they understood each other because they all spoke one language. It's like, you know, me coming from a Haitian background and settling in a, in a place where everybody speaks Creole, right? Their version of Creole, but I still understand them. And they got comfortable. And I think that's what happened um, with, with the tower of Babel is that they got comfortable. They, nah, I understand you. You understand me. Let's, uh, let's just, uh, Let's just stay right here. There's no need to spread out any other place. And, and, and that's that's the first thought that came to my mind with with this. Um, with this verse, with the, these first couple of verses. So moving forward um, to third three. Um, and that was a good point that you made, uh, Sister Adney, as it relates to uh, your view 
on uh, Genesis 11. But I want to go ahead and dive a little more deeper on um, Genesis 11. So one thing that I noticed here and, and that's highlighted here on my end, it said they said one to another. And, and obviously, yes, they are unified. They are com- communicating. Yes, they, they settled and um, they have become comfortable. Um, I look at it, man still being disobedient to God, um, you know, but, but we're going to go. We're going to talk about that. So in verse number three, they said one to another, come, let us. So it's all about us. And I want you to pay close attention to what they're saying. It say, come, let us make bricks and fire them thoroughly. So then, okay, use brick for stone and they use tar for martyr. And they said, here it is again. They said, come, let us. So. When I hear come, let us, I I don't hear God in this. I I hear that they're doing things on their own accord. It's not where where God is. So here it is there. They have this material. And they're about to build. They're about to they they gather the material on their own. They say, hey, come, let us here. They're all unified. They all speak in one language. They all understand one another. And verse number four, they say, hey, come, let us build a city for ourselves. And a tower. This is the issue. The tower whose top will reach into the heavens. And there you go. And let us, you see, nowhere that that God is in it again. And let us make a name for ourselves. So when I hear let us make our name for ourselves, that that they want to become popular. They want to be well known. So again, they X'd out God. And I think sometimes just to make it a little bit more relevant, I say sometimes we could get ourselves in trouble. When we try to make names for ourselves and we we not include God in our plans, in our walk, in our purpose, because our purpose is really God's purpose. It's really God's will. And as you can see here, the people is making it about them. Um, they've excluded uh, God. And then here I'm going to continue in this verse, verse number four. So it says, so uh, that we not be scattered. <laughs> it's amazing to me. Like, um, they said, okay, we're going to make a name for ourselves. We're going to become popular. And on top of that, we're not going to be scattered. So we don't even have any intention of dispersing or going across the earth. So you see that? So that's their own selfish, selfish motives. And it says, so we would not be scattered and dispersed over the surface of the entire earth. So that's an issue right there. That's an issue. Go ahead, Adney. Okay, so we know in uh, chapter nine, God told them to spread over the earth, right? Like God literally said, be fruitful and multiply and spread over the earth. And in chapter 11, they said, we ain't doing that. That is disobedience all like straight up like God, we don't care what you said. This is what we going to do. That is dangerous because that's us today. That's us when we say, you know, well, God, I know you want me to do this or I know you want me to do that, but this looks better to me. So I'm going to go ahead and focus on what looks better to me, what feels good to me. This is what I am going to do. And I and I believe with every fiber of my being as you were reading that. What were the generations being taught? Because God took flooded the earth. So honestly, it was a do-over. 
So for them to still have this mind of corruption and selfishness, what were they being taught? Because as children, you know, children, we, we felt as children were selfish. Let's, let's say that. This is mine. This is mine, 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 mine. But as adults and as our parents are raising us and they're instilling, no, you have to share. No, you have to give this. What was being instilled in them for them to still have this mentality? What did Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth teach their children? Because these children are selfish. Amen. Let me go ahead and take a quick break and I'll be right back. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, data analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episode, and more. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners on your side. Following the link in the show notes, let Buzzsprout know that we sent you gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you want to sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. Amen, amen. So Sister Trini, I want you to, do you have any examples? Um, and, and that was a good point what Adney said, I was disobedient to the T. So can you think about anything that, that could be relatable to some of the things that, how we could find ourselves being disobedient, when God calls us to do something, we go the opposite. Can you think of any situation or incident um, that, that, that's related to the text that we're reading? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for making it midway through this episode. We want to take a moment to sincerely thank each and every one of you who have been supporting our show. Your encouragement and positive feedback mean the world to us. We want to continue to bring you inspiring and thought-provoking content each week, and that's where we need your help. We kindly ask you to support our podcast by clicking on the link provided in the description below. Your support will enable us to grow, reach a wider audience, and continue to produce the quality content you enjoy. We truly appreciate your support and value your contribution to the Call by God podcast. Together, let's inspire and uplift others in their faith journey. Thank you once again for your continued support, and we look forward to bringing you more enlightening episodes in the future. God bless. Um, just to do a little backdrop, uh, what Adney had said, she's absolutely right. It was about, they wanted to do it, it was about them, themselves. And they said, we're not going to scatter. So, when you got to be careful when you say things of what you're not going to do, because at the end of the day, God has the last word. So when they say, oh, we're not going to scatter, but then you look at it, that's where the division started because that's where languages, different languages started, is in that point where they didn't have a choice but to scatter because they were saying what they are not going to do. And to piggyback off that, what Adney say, you have to be very careful when you do say things like that, or what you're not going to do, because God has the last say so. So in that time of them, when they spoke of that and saying that they're not going to scatter and building themselves up 
what God did was God said, okay, you want to build yourself up and build your kingdom up. So you know what? Let me show you that I am God and let me show you what I can do. So at that point, I sometimes, I, I don't know, maybe I, I, I go deep into it. I, I think of when that point happened, when they all scattered and then everybody went into their different languages. Sometimes I, I do think like, was families um, separated? Because you might had a, a wife or a husband or whatever, children, and they could not go with you. They had to go with their, their they had to go in the direction of their language. Because if one person is speaking one language and another person is speaking another language, there is no communication. You cannot understand. So imagine how God had to separate. I'm sure people were separated in their families. God is not a respectable person. Let's get that. He's not. So if I have a husband and children and my husband and children, they speak one language, then guess what? They had to go over there and I had to go and I had to make a whole new life for myself. Because God said, okay, y'all want to be disobedient. Then if y'all going to be disobedient, guess what? Okay, this is what's going to happen. Then there's going to have to be a split. So that's the way I kind of look at it. I, I do probably feel like that families were separated and they had to go with people that um, with their own language. And it's us even to this day when people speak one language and another person speak another language, there's no communication. You don't understand if you don't understand how can you, how can you build? So then that's where the separation comes. And I feel like that's when a separation came with mankind at that point. Amen. That's powerful what you said, because the tower that they're, they're building is, is referred to as the Tower of Babel. And Babel means confusion and mixed. So that was very profound what you said, has sometimes you believe that, it you know, maybe families were, well, actually, they were one family. But I get what you were saying, like close proximity, you know, your close knit family, the circle. Um, if they spoke different languages, they had to go to their kind because of the language barriers. But that's very powerful. Um, I never looked at it that way. But that's, a, that's some good insight um, that you gave. Um, but also what I could pull from the text, and I'm going to make it more relevant. You know, we talked about the, you know, the, the Bible from a biblical perspective, what they were doing in that day. And we talked about how, you know, it's all about them. It's always, it's, it's about for selfish reason. It's about us, 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 right? And they're not including God. So I think we as uh, Christians and even as people, because God is always calling humanity. It's not God's will that any man should perish, but come to the knowledge of the truth. And God, what he does is God always trying, striving to point us in the right direction. But what we do, we always go in the opposite direction. It's like we have children. And when they're kids, we tell them, don't touch the hot stove. We're pointing them in the right, like we're telling them, like we're giving them instructions like, hey, if you touch this hot stove, you're going to get burned. But what they do, they still touch it. Okay, so they go against what you said. So I see the same things applying here. God has told um, their ancestors, uh, you know, Noah, uh, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, as they continue to populate, go ahead and spread. But as, you know, there are springs, you know, they were all congested together in one area and they didn't spread. So even what you was talking about, Sister Trinique, I look at it like God's will is going to get done. And it's, it's like what you said, God's will is going to get done 
uh, regardless. And where we get in trouble sometimes, um, and just like the people in that day, they were building up. So instead of scattering throughout the whole world, scattering throughout the whole earth, they were building up and that's danger zone. Number one, they, they building a city and here it is, they building the tower that's going up. So I think sometimes we as people could get in trouble because we could find ourselves building our own towers where we're so focused on, on our own selfish uh, ambitions. And even as Christians, like you, you could be in a position where you're, you're, you're building your own personal devotions, but who get in the word? Just you? Just you're the only one getting the word It's you getting all that knowledge, all that wisdom from God. But the minute the Holy Spirit poured in your heart to go share and scatter that very same word he poured into you, you're afraid, you're scared, you know. So it's like and, and another thing is as Christians, you may build your own prayer life where you only praying for yourself. And, and, and I dislike when people do this, they associate blessings with tangible things. I believe that God, he blesses in, in all kinds of ways. But I think the best blessing that we can ever get or ever received was Jesus Christ came on earth and he died. He died and he rose so that we can ha- have a life with him and have it more abundantly. That's the best blessing that any man or any human on earth could receive. And I think, you know, sometimes we make it about us, even as Christians. It's all about what God has done for me. But hold up. What have you done for that individual? What what has God has poured into you to do to somebody else? Because God is always doing it's, it's always a ministry of reconciliation. God's always trying to try to gain more territory. God is always trying to scatter us out. But sometimes we find ourselves in our own bubble. We find ourselves building our own towers. We find ourselves building towers of of money It's all about money. Now I'm building this my 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 money. You know, we find our ourselves building towers of tangible things. This is my stuff. This, you know, this doesn't belong to you. So God is saying those 20 pairs of sneakers you got in your closet, go take it out and give it to the homeless. Give it to somebody. Stop building your own towers. You got all this stuff in your house. You're not using it. All you're doing is building your own worldly towers. And I think sometimes we could get in trouble um, with that by building our own towers where we're constantly, it's all about us. We're on social media, taking selfies, you know, doing all kind of crazy stuff it, because it becomes about you and not the glory of God. But I know I said a mouthful. I don't know if any of y'all want to add into what I just said, but y'all go ahead. I'll turn y'all loose. Go ahead. Um, Nick, I, I really like what you said. I, I think that's very powerful um, when you say that we build our own towers and you're right. So. Just um to piggyback off of what you said about building your own towers, we're not saying that it's wrong to have those type of things. It's not wrong to put on social media. It's not wrong to do selfies. But when that becomes like your life, your world, and you're not you're not like putting God in it. Okay, if you want to take a selfie, that's fine. But where is it? in your timeline that you have something, a scripture or something that you posted about God. So it's not wrong to do those things. It's not wrong to have like 50, a hundred pair of shoes, but at the same time, as God bless you, you give. So as he bless you and you, you, God blesses you with things, then you, you, you give those things. It's not, nothing wrong with having a lot. It's not nothing wrong with building wealth, but are you giving? So what are you doing? 
So what are you doing with your wealth? Are you hoarding it for yourself? Are you keeping all these shoes? Are you, are you keeping it for yourself? So it's it's all about giving. It's all about giving back because when you give God, God gives it back to you. So you have to always look at it in that way. We never, you know, ever want to make it seem like it's wrong to have things or to have the best of things. Everybody wants the best of life. Everybody wants, you know, nice cars, nice sh- Everybody wants those things. But is that is that what you're building? Is that all that is in you? Are you giving back? Are you sharing in your timeline? Is it something about God? Are you posting something about God? So in the midst of having and accumulating all these things, are you giving back? That's the most important thing because God is all about giving, not hoarding. That's not God's spirit is to hoard. It's to give. I love, I love what you both just said. And I was sitting here and I'm like, oh, Holy Spirit, what are you going to have me share? And he says, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. We build our towers. We build our kingdoms. We build our brands. We build ours, ours, ours. And God is saying, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. How is your life as a Christian drawing people unto him with your brand? You created this amazing brand. How many people have you reached with your brand? Like sharing your story, your testimony. Okay, we're building these huge kingdoms, these towers, these businesses. We're like out there speaking and doing all this other stuff. But who are you touching with it? I had a conversation with my mother in the spirit. And we both were following this this young lady. And she brought something so powerful to me. She said, Adney. I look at her when she first started, this is what it was. And now I see it's a mask now. And you speak of God, but you speak of God in more of a carnal way versus speaking of God in the way where you just allow people to see what he has truly done with you and through you. That that's that's dangerous when we get to a place where we say, oh, you know what? I give God all glory. Think about it. When when our stars go and receive these awards and they say, I first want to give honor and glory to God, which God? Is it the God of heaven? Because the songs you're rapping and singing about have nothing to do with his glory. So when you are saying, I want to first give honor and glory to God, I want you to think and say to yourself, which God am I giving glory and honor to? Because the God of heaven, the words that come out of my mouth, the way that I am dressed, That is not pleasing to him. So when we're building our towers, when we're building our kingdoms, when we're building our brands, we need to ask God, is this of you? And if it's not, it's time to really, truly examine ourselves. Yeah, that's amen. That's powerful. What both of you guys said, I I try to keep up with you guys. But um, for the sake, you know, since this is an open forum and an open discussion, um, I want to tackle what what my sister Trinique said. Um, she's absolutely right where it's nothing wrong with having those things, you know, it's nothing wrong with having multiple houses, nothing wrong with having multiple cars and multiple shoes, um, nothing wrong with posting selfies, but God desires glory. And I think God has an issue when people are selfish 
because now you got selfish, then you got pride and so many other things, so many other sins lead into your destruction. When God created Adam, God told Adam to cultivate and God wanted Adam to enjoy his creation. But God told him, look, out of every tree, you can do whatever you want, but just not this tree. Just just don't do nothing with that tree. So God, God was share. And this is the creator now. The creator was like saying, hey, Adam, cultivate all this. And, and God went so far to said, Adam, you have dominion. I've given you dominion over everything. So that's why when, when, when Trinique said what she said, I said, wow, God is the same way. God wants us to enjoy life. God wants us to enjoy his creation. And I believe it has something to do as well in Genesis 11, because if the people are staying one place, they're not seeing God's glory. Like I haven't traveled the world, but God's creation, God does. God wants us to enjoy these things. God don't just want to be want us to be like God, 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 and, and, and not enjoy the fruits of your labor. God wants you to enjoy the fruits of the labor. So I think it has something to do with this as well, because they're not scattered. The earth is beautiful. I mean, I've seen things on television. I haven't really gone many places, but I've seen places on television that look beautiful. And I'm like, wow, look at the glory of God. And, and Sister Adney, we talked about mountains when we were talking about the Noah episode. Y'all could go back and listen to the episode about Noah. Uh, when we talked about how Noah, the ark rested on a mountain and these beautiful mountains. And when you're on the mountaintop and you can see the host, the whole land, it's, it's just, just beautiful. All that is, is the glory of God. God is the creator. God is the artist behind all of that. So I believe that God wants humanity to enjoy what he's created. He already put it in us. He said, Hey, I've given you dominion, enjoy it. Like he told Adam to cultivate. And I think you, you hit it uh, right on the money uh, when you said that sister Trinique. And even Sister Adney, even what you said, you know, as it relates to building brands. Yeah, you're right. We we get in trouble when we want to build our own brand and and not include God in it because we find ourselves guilty um, just as the people in that day. Well, it's all about our own selfish motives. It's all about me, me, me. And then and you're right. You oh, you nailed it. And it it makes me cringe when people, you know, receive awards and yes, and they, they, they say, yeah, you know, I want to give God because the last time I checked, you cannot, you cannot serve God <laughs> in money. You cannot serve God and the devil. You can't, you can't promote uh, corrupt music about drugs, gun violence that's building Satan's kingdom up and had nothing to do with God's kingdom. You building a different tower. And that's the tower of the enemy. So whenever you're promoting these things, drug, guns, violence, alcohol, prostitution, all that stuff, those are kingdoms that's being built. But we as children of God, God expects us to build the kingdom of heaven. That's why Jesus Christ said, hey, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. God expects his children to build the kingdom. And how does that look like? Well, we, 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 we have Jesus in us, right? We have the Holy Spirit in us. So God expects us to go out there and share the word with his people. God expects us to, to, to give that same peace to other people. Love, um, 
all the, the fruits of the spirit. And I could go on and on, but I'm going to let Sister Trinique have it because I'm getting excited. I might just take over the whole show. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I want you to finish saying what you're saying, but I just wanted to come in um, and say this, how God also speaks and how can blessings and curses come out the same mouth? So how can you, how can you curse and, and say, and say, thank you, Lord, and talk about, like you said, drugs and all and prostitution and talk down about women. And then women talk foul about themselves and men. How can blessings and curses come out the same mouth? So, no, I just wanted to say that. But, you you know, I'm going to pass it back to you. Amen. That's well said. How can blessings and curses come out the same mouth? But also, Trinique, I want to also... Um, say that we are so flawed as humans. Every character in the Bible is flawed, except for Jesus. Jesus was the only perfect, 100% God, 100% man with no flaw. All the other characters in the Bible are flawed. So this is why we need Jesus, because we're flawed. <laughs> this is why we need Jesus. So, so, and that's why I appreciate call by God and God is calling humanity. And I will continue to stress this. God is always calling humanity. God has always, even from back then, even up to now, that's why God uses these platforms to draw people uh, closer to him. So if, if I would say one thing is that we are fallible, we are capable of making mistakes you know, as Christians, we sin and we fall short of God's glory, but we have faith in God that he will keep us from falling. We have faith in him that we're saved. We have faith in, faith in him that when we repent of our sins and we turn away um, from our errors, we have faith that he will forgive us. So we're not sinning willfully. There's a difference now. You know, we sin but we're not sinning willfully. We're not sinning on purpose. Like I'm going to do this anyhow because God, we're not saying that I'm going to do it anyhow because God's going to forgive me anyway. No, we're not doing that on purpose. We're aiming and striving to be the best version of ourselves for Christ. Even through our failures, we're aiming to do that. So I'm going to leave it as that. Be blessed until next time. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also, Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day. By believing 
And by repenting and confessing and being baptized, you will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You've heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.